Welcome to another revival message from Apostle John Pierre Becker, Senior Pastor of Revival Christian Church, South Africa. If you are in the Pretoria area, come and visit us. So in the next 30 minutes, there's going to be an explosion in the power and the presence of the Holy Ghost on this world. Say with me, I need a word. You know, the Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will remain forever. Which means the Holy Ghost can move, the power of God can flow, people can be flying through the air. But we build the house on the revelation of God's Word. Too much spirit, you blow up. Too much Word, you dry up. But together you grow up. Therefore, we need the balance of the Word. So, siphon the revelation out today. Amen? Thank you so much. You may take a seat. Let's give God praise for our worship team. Come on, they blessed us. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I want us to pick up in Psalm 40, or rather Psalm 92, Psalm 92, and we're going to read from verse 12. Very significant. I mean, how many of you see all of our beautiful palm trees outside? So, Tani Moira, Um Johan, I promise you, we're going to do that series. I told them when we when we move the, the palm trees that, you know, there's so much revelation on a palm tree. And we have many here. How many did we plant? I mean, just on, on the border wall. I think it was like, what, like 40 around there? You know, so, and there's so much, you know, prophetic significance to a palm tree. Great prophetic significance. And in this new series, we're going to look at the resemblance of a Christian as a palm tree. You are sitting next to a palm tree right now. Because when the Bible talks about the righteous flourishing, the Bible says the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. Psalm 92 and verse 12, very powerful. It says the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. The, the, one, the one tree refers to the other tree. He says the palm tree, will, it, it, it will grow like the cedar in Lebanon. Now, when you go study the cedar tree, it's one of the trees with the greatest width and the greatest height. There's great significance even in the cedar tree. But we're going to focus on the palm tree for a few moments. The Bible says the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. Is the righteous here this morning? Is the righteous here. Verse 13, those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our gods. Verse 14, they will still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. Now, here is the biblical example of a palm tree that I want you to write down. The biblical example of a palm tree. The palm tree symbolizes victory. Every time you see a palm tree, you ought to be reminded of the victory of the cross. A palm tree speaks of, it speaks of triumph. It speaks of peace, eternal life, and prosperity. But here is the key I want you to write down. The Bible says, they, those who are planted in the house of the Lord. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. But then he puts it in the context of those who are planted in the house of the Lord. 
There's a danger in uprooting a, plant, a palm tree. I mean, I learned that from Um Johan. You know, so therefore we didn't move the, the big, big palm trees because there's, there's, there's some danger in that. That it might die or it won't grow. So, so many people are, are jumping from one church to another. Then they're in this church, then they're in that church. Then they're in this church, then they're in that church. When you find a house full of the power of the Holy Ghost, like this. When you find a place loaded with the power and the presence of the Holy Ghost, you become like a palm tree planted in the house of the Lord. You're not uprooted and then you go to the next place or this place. No, no, no. Now, I know many people will move or you left the church because the soil was polluted. You must be planted in a, a, a house where the soil is right. And, and once you find that place, you stay planted in that house. You see, there's, there's some... Uh, uh, there's some fertilizing uh, that is needed for trees to grow. There's, there's, there's certain soil that is needed for ground that is needed for trees to grow. And I believe that God has given us a house that has a, a structure, a system, a vision in action, a visionary process that is the right soil for that palm tree to flourish. Now, what's the revelation in Psalm 23? Because many people quote this but they are not planted in the house of God. Because when the Bible says the righteous will flourish, it puts it in the context of those who are planted in the house of the Lord. Tell your neighbor, say, I must be planted. Psalm 23 and verse 1, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness. For His name's sake, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head with oil my cup runs over surely and only goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life but here is the crux of it all here is the context of the entire chapter and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever so many quote the Lord is my shepherd but they are not being shepherd in a house many say oh surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life but they are not dwelling in the house of the Lord forever he puts the whole chapter in the context by closing by saying but I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever when you commit, when you say, I'm not going to skip a Sunday. I'm not going to skip a cell. I'm not going to skip the process. I'm going to go through the process of the house. I'm going to go through the school of disciples. I'm not missing any class. When you begin to plant yourself like that in the house of the Lord, then this begins to kick in where the Lord becomes your shepherd. Then this begins to kick in. Although you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you do 
even have to fear any evil because you are planted in the house of the Lord. Here's the revelation. When you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, there's a church right here that's going to pray for you. When you're going to hell and back because you're planted in the house of the Lord, there's a church that is going to pray you through. There's a church that's going to get behind you. You're not going to suffocate all by yourself. Therefore, God has planted you as the righteous in the house of God. You in the corporate anointing. So when the devil comes against you and your household, there's an army of intercessors that is going to get behind you in the valley of the shadow of death. You will fear no evil because RCC will be praying for you. Come on, somebody. And we're going to pray until goodness and mercy follows you all the days of your life. We're going to make sure that mercy is going to be released upon your life. Shout, I must be planted in the house of the Lord. He says, I'm going to dwell in the house. In essence, now, he gives the key why mercy is following him. He gives the key why, why goodness is following him. He, he gives the key why he has a good shepherd that will never leave him, never forsake him, never turn his back on him. He, he gives the key. He says, because I dwell. Tell your neighbors that you need a church to dwell in. When you're planted in the house, all of hell can come against you. But you're part of a family. I say you're part of a family. I say you're part of a family. This family is going to pray you through. This family is going to fight for you in the realm of the spirit. Whatever comes your way, we're going to win the war. Because you're planted in the house of the Lord. You are palm tree in the kingdom of God. I cannot be quiet about it. I have to get excited about Jesus. Shadow will dwell in the house of the Lord. The key to flourishing as a palm tree is to be planted in the house of the Lord. The Bible says they will bear fruit. John 15 says, if you abide in the vine, you will bear much fruit. Disconnected from me, you are cut off. You'll be thrown into the fire. But when you abide in the vine, what does it mean to abide in the vine? It means that you commit it. Somebody say commitment. This generation doesn't like the word commitment. But there's an army being raised up here that says, I'm going to commit to the kingdom of God. The same church that married me is the same church that will bury me. The same church that raised me up in the power of God. Somebody shout commitments. This power in commitments. This power in loyalty. When Elisha was committed to Elijah, the Bible says a double portion came upon his life. When he was planted in that ministry, that same anointing, an even double came upon his life. If you go study Second Kings, the Bible says that Elisha, the spiritual son of Elijah, moved in double portion. He moved in double the miracles because he said as long as God lives and you live I will never leave you as long as you live and God lives I'm not going to pack my bags and leave 
I'm committed to the vision. I'm sold out to the vision. We're going to plant a thousand churches. I'm getting behind you, pastor. I'm going to build my business. I'm going to tie it into that vision. I am planted in this house. I love this preaching. I love the word. I love the anointing. Somebody say planted. Be planted. This power in loyalty. I say this power in loyalty. Loyalty pays off. Commitment pays off. Being faithful. Being devoted. Oh, pastor, she doesn't understand me. We're getting in the forest. I told you to death to your part. When you said yes, you said yes to death. No matter what devil comes against your marriage, you're going to fight it through. As long as you stay planted in the house of God. Because you could be fighting like cats and dogs during the week. But I come with one word from heaven and it hits your spirit and it breaks the curse and it breaks the bondage off of you. Say with me commitments. A palm tree is committed to the soil that it's planted in. Woo! When a palm tree is planted, he is not double-minded. Saying, oh, 10 years from now, I don't want to be in the soil anymore. He's committed. You plant me here. I'm going to grow here. Not one of these big palm trees said, Who, you planted them, who planted them? Whoever. Not one of the palm trees argued with him and said, you know guys, okay, you're planting us, but in the next, in, in the next five years, I'm going to be offended because the, the highway is so noisy. We're standing here and the winds blow when the big trucks come by. Not one of those palm trees murmured and complained and took offense. The guy who was on the bucky didn't even wave at me. They planted. They want to stay planted. If a palm tree is so intelligent that he knows if I stay planted, I will grow strong and tall. We saw the danger in, you know, taking some of those palm trees over to this side. Because he knows what he's talking about. They have to water them. They don't like to be uprooted and moved around. Because the longer you stay planted, the deeper your roots, the stronger the tree becomes. Pastor offended me. I'm taking my palm tree and my roots. They talk too much about tithes and offerings in this church. I'm uprooting myself. You go plant yourself in, in another church. 
something else is going to offend you. One is going to break loose in tongues and say, Secundo, you're going to be offended by that. Because they didn't greet me. I'm taking my point. Now, I understand if palm trees moved for various reasons. And here is some of the reasons. You know why people that is hungry for God, hungry for the move of God, hungry for the outpouring of the Spirit of God, move. They want to be where living waters flow. In fact, the palm tree is one of the trees that has the most water in it. If you cut it open, it looks like it looks like straws inside that siphons the water out of the earth. Which means palm trees want to be planted where living waters flow. Where the Spirit of God flows. They want to be planted where living waters are gushing. Because that's the place where they grow, where they increase. I have seen people come here, they came as small little trees, and they grew supernaturally because they're in a prophetic apostolic house. They multiply. Supernaturally. It is important to be planted where there is a well of living waters. John 7.37 says, Jesus said, out of your belly will flow streams of living waters. Number two, they will be flourishing. And goodness and mercy will follow them. Standing tall, write this down. Palm trees stand tall and strong in the storm. Palm trees stand strong and tall in the storm. The reason why it's a tall tree and it grows towards the heaven, it speaks of prophetic heights in the spirit. Prophetic heights in the spirit is a tall tree which speaks of prophetic heights in the spirit that can handle the storms. I've been to Miami many times. We, we were in Hurricane Matthew in the hotel on the beachfront. And Hurricane Matthew hit us so hard. I hold on to the door, the whole door. It was rattling in such a way. I, it, I, I, I thought that the wind would suck it out. And myself and my wife put the bed and everything. That's how terrible the storm was. We were freaked out. We're from South Africa. We don't know these things. Evacuating the area. You're not allowed to leave your hotel room. You're not allowed to go. They shut the doors of the hotel. Obviously because, you know, the, the foundations are reinforced in those hurricane territories. But we were freaked out. I looked out of the window. I mean, the palm trees are bent 
all the other trees are flying around. But the palm tree conquers. Here's the revelation I want to give you today. No matter what storm comes your way, you will flourish like a palm tree when you plant it in the house of the Lord. No matter what obstacles comes your way, you will stand tall and strong in the midst of a storm. 1 John 5, 1 John 5 and verse 4 says, You see, every child of God, every palm tree overcomes the world. That is a continuous action. Continually conquering the world. Say with me, I will conquer. It says, for our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. This is power. Verse 5. So who are the world conquerors? Defeating its powers. Those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. So palm trees are triumphant in the storm. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You planted in this house. I came to decree and declare you will be triumphant even in the midst that the storms of life bring your way. Palm trees subdue. Palm trees, they are overcomers. Palm trees, they prevail in any mess. Palm trees are, have conquests. Palm trees are champions. Palm trees succeed. Listen, palm trees are filled with living waters. Now listen to the word, Romans 8 and verse 31. This is the Passion Translation. If God has determined to stand with us, tell me who then can stand against us. If God has determined to stand with you, if God has determined to stand with you, the Bible says, tell me then, who can ever, what storm, what trial, what tribulation, what devil in hell can stand against us if God is for us, if God stands with us. In your storm, He stands with you. In your test, He stands with you. In your trial, He stands. If you consult on this, I don't know what's wrong with you, but you can search for the Boca. You can search for the World Cup. What happened to your faith? Shout, I'm a palm tree. Shout it one more time, I'm a palm tree. Listen, God has made up his mind that he's going to stand with you. He's going to stand for you. When everybody turns against you, he will be standing with you. He will be backing you up. He will be leading you through the fire. He will be leading you through the high water. God stands with the palm trees. Woo! I say he stands with the palm trees. Therefore the Bible says, stand, having done all to stand. Therefore the Bible says, although the righteous fall seven times, they get up eight. Which means you have a bounce back. Once the storm is done, the palm tree just goes straight up again. I came to let somebody know that God is going to stand with you in whatever you're right in right now. I don't know what it is. It's a financial storm. It's a marriage storm. It's a church storm. It's a relationship storm. God is going to stand with you. Shout, I'm a palm tree. Shout it one more time, I'm a palm tree. 
if God is determined to stand with us, tell me then who could stand against us? No hurricane. I say no hurricane. No hurricane can come against you. They might try. It might be a suggestion. But God says, I stand with you. Somebody shout, God is with me. Romans 8 and verse 34. Christ continually praying for the triumph. Woo. Oh my God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Not only is the Holy Spirit praying for us, but Jesus in heaven is praying for us. He's praying for your triumph. He says, I planted you. By rivers of living water. I have raised you as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I have raised you as a palm tree. You know you can handle more than what you think you can handle. The enemy said you cannot handle this. But God says you are a palm tree. You can stand in the storm. You said I cannot take this anymore. This is too much. The burden is too heavy. Now God says, I built you for it. I designed you for it. I put it in your DNA. You have it on the inside of you. You're a world conqueror. You're a champion. You're an overcomer. Come on, somebody. You'll knock any hurricane out. Notice the hurricane disintegrates, but the palm tree still stands. Woo! I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. You see, when Aaron and her held Moses' arms up, Israel prevailed. Speaking prophetically of these two palm branches. Read the book of Zebakah. You have Jesus and the Holy Ghost praying for your triumph. Yes, the wind is blowing, baby. It's blowing from every side. But you've got Jesus on the one hand. You've got the Holy Ghost on the other hand. Keeping your arms up. Keeping those palms up. When the dusty settle, you will still be standing. When the dusty settle, you will still have the victory. The devil is a liar. Him and his mother-in-law, if you don't respond, I'll preach myself happy. I'll preach myself into a foot. But I don't know who this is for. But somebody wanted to lower the palm branches as Malak, Malak wanted to prevail but I came over where the Holy Ghost is picking up those palm branches isn't it powerful and significant that they wave the palm branches when Jesus came into Jerusalem speaking of the victor that will give us the victor's crown I came to wave a palm branch of victory over you and your house today I came to wave a palm branch of victory over you and your family I came to wave the palm branch of victory and triumph over your company you will surely flourish you will surely succeed I wonder if somebody can take a praise break clap your palm branches and give Jesus the praise because you're about to flourish I say you're about to flourish yeah 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 I dare you to walk to three people and say, you're going to flourish. You're going to flourish. Pick up your head. Pick up your head. Pick up your head. I break discouragement off of you. I break discouragement off of you. I break the lie of the devil off of you. And I prophesy, you are palm tree. You are palm tree. You are palm tree. You can go through it. You can handle it. You will not burn. You will not drown. Shout! My God, I feel the glory. Come on, just praise him for a few moments. As they praise Jesus, 
with those palm branches, it spoke prophetically of our future as palm trees in the kingdom of God. You need to give God praise right now that he's going to give you the victory in the area that you've been believing him for. Give him praise. Hey. Hey. Give him praise that he took you through it. Give him praise that you stood in the stone. I've made up my mind I'm going to stand with you. I've made up my mind you're going to flourish. I feel the Holy Ghost. Woo! Be seated. My God, this is good preaching. Somebody said, I've been called. I have been destined to flourish. It's too late, devil. The word is out today. You see, this is what people don't understand. You become the product of the word you sit under. You become the product of the anointing you sit under. You become the product of the revelation you sit under. You sitting under the sound of this word. I prophesy. I make it loose. You're going to flourish. I see your company flourishing. I see your marriage flourishing. I see your career flourishing. I see it flourishing. Woo. My God, I feel like tackling somebody. I'm going to flourish. I'm going to flourish. It's too late, devil. God's going to stand with me. It's over. The word is out. He will honor his word. He will not violate the authority of his word. He said it in his word. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The word is out. As for me and my house, we will flourish. As for me and RCC, we will flourish. The nations will be shaken by the power of God. We will take territory. We will advance. We will rule the world with the power of God. Shout hallelujah. Woo. Holy Ghost, you have to be that loud. You were louder when we took the World Cup the other day. I say you were louder when we took the World Cup. I say you were louder. I say you were louder. You shouted louder when we brought the cup home. You better shout for Jesus. You better shout and shout our victory. Every devil who opposed you, every devil that came against you, I break its power. Woo! Shout, I will flourish. I see you growing. I see you growing. The Bible says he will cause us to ride on the high places of life. That speaks about you going to another level. You will not stay in the level that you're in right now. You're going to another dimension. You're going to... Be seated. Let me teach you. Woo! Andrew Sapra, my grandfather, had the most beautiful garden in that entire neighborhood. Always wondered why. And so I realized that he would speak over the plants and water it. What are you doing? I'm watering some palm trees here this morning. You know what he would do is, 
he would, he would walk to the garden and say, you're the most beautiful plants. You're the most beautiful plants in this entire neighborhood. I heard him say, I, I was a small boy. I thought, Opa's mother, Opa lost his, no. But he was speaking life. He was speaking life over those plants. You can take a, I, you can take a, you can take a tree, two trees. And if you curse the one tree the whole time, you ugly tree, you're going to die, you're going to wither. Jesus did it. He cursed the fig tree. If you keep on speaking death over that tree, he's going to die. But when you speak life, when you declare life, suddenly it will begin to blossom. I have the power and the authority of the Holy Ghost to tell these artificial decorations to become real ones. Oh, yeah. Somebody's looking at me with a Montana expression on their face. Has pastor lost his mind? The Bible says you will say to this mountain, Be thou's removed and be cast into the sea, and it shall be done unto you. It's time you begin to water. I say it's time you begin to water that palm tree. Begin to water that palm tree. Begin to water that prophetic word. Begin to water that marriage and say you will live. You will not die. Speak life. What are you doing? I'm gushing. I'm gushing living waters over you right now. Rindo sabraya. Say with me, I will flourish. Let me close with this. Come and play for me on the strings. Woo! This is a word. In Cape Town, they will say, Jaradisa voort my broer. Boom, 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 come here, dear. Boom, 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 come here, dear. I'm from Cape Town, I told you. Verse 35, Romans 8. Who could ever separate us from the endless love of God's anointed one? Absolutely no one. For nothing in the universe has the power to diminish his love towards us. Troubles, pressures, problems. Are unable to come between us and heaven's love. What about persecution? Deprivation? Deprivation? Danger? Death? Threats? Listen. No, for they are all impotent. To hinder omnipotent love. As a palm tree, you have to know this. In problems, in troubles, in pressure, pressure. So many people have pressure. Pressure for contracts. Pressure, where will the money come from? Pressure, where will the job come from? Pressure, pressure, pressure. Stress, even death. He says, because you are palm tree and you planted in the house of the Lord. The palm tree doesn't worry. The wind is blowing. There's a hurricane. He knows he's been designed to stand tall in the midst of all of that. Write this down. This is the bomb God dropped in my spirit early this morning.
No storms of life. No storm of life. Is potent enough. To take you down. Not one hell sent. The storms of life. Is impotent. To hinder. Omnipotent love. While you stand tall and strong in the midst of what's coming against you, you know this one thing. That they cannot bring you down. Because God loves the palm trees so much. But this I can guarantee you. If you are not planted in the house of the Lord. Winds will come and blow you over. Why must I be planted in the house of the Lord? It is a place of safety. It is a place of security. It is the place of the corporate anointing. The anointing upon all of us is greater than the anointing upon one of us. In actual fact, it's proven. I saw it in my own yard. I took out one tree and the other one died. I spoke to the lady at, uh, what do you call it? The, the, the plant place, the nursery. And she said, that one died from depression because this one was taken out. You, you killed that one. You took that one out. And, and the other one withered and died. So we are stronger together. We are stronger together. We are stronger together. Doesn't matter what you go through. You, you can come. And say I need support. I need help. Therefore you will not find one person. If they go to bed hungry. It is their own pride. But not one person will suffer hunger even in this house. There were business people that we would help. They fell from the 40th floor with pride and arrogance. They lost everything. That hands of compassion had to feed them. And the Lord raised them up supernaturally again. Now they flourish in tithing mega, mega amounts into the kingdom of God. Palm trees. Palm trees. Planted in the house of the Lord. You know how crucial this message is, is today? Do you, do you know how crucial it is to be in a solid church full of the Holy Ghost? Listen, there is some funny stuff out there. Have you ever seen me taking out a doom? Have you ever heard me say, you're going to go eat the grass outside? We haven't cut in it. Eat. <laughs> Why call? Nah. Crazy stuff. The Lord shall fight your battle. 
somebody didn't see that one. I command the fire. Crazy stuff. When you planted in a solid house with pure doctrine, therefore you must know the doctrine of the house. What they believe, it must be pure. The move of the Holy Ghost. The word of God being taught. A strong marriage. All these things are vital in the kingdom of God. And whenever a man of God is being worshipped, you need to run for your life. You can honor me, you can honor my wife, you can honor the leadership, but you don't bow down to us. Some worship men of God. They, the man of God has become their God. Very dangerous. Jesus deserves all the glory and all the honor. The biggest compliment I received from a man of God the other day. He said, I watch you. You'll take the stage and you'll go into worship and turn the focus on Jesus. If an outsider can see that purity, it is a compliment. We must be planted in a solid house. I see in the spirit how you're going to begin to flourish and grow and multiply and bear much fruit to the glory of God. Would you stand upon your feet in His presence? My God, I feel the glory. Would you lift your hands and pray in the spirit. Can we thank God for this house? Can we thank God that He has graced us? He has graced us with the Holy Ghost house, with powerful revelation, impartation, with the move of the Holy Spirit has liberty and freedom. Where God can come and do what He wants to do. Can we thank Jesus for the Holy Ghost here? Come on. You will flourish in the house of God. I can call so many people out that will testify. As the Lord planted them in this house, they were about to lose properties. They were about to lose everything. And as the roots of the trees went into the ground, they begin to flourish. They begin to flourish. They begin to prosper. The Lord begin to raise them up. It is the vitality. It is the, the fruitfulness of the soil of the Holy Ghost. It is none other but the house of God. A gateway to heaven. With the angels of God ascend and descend. Father, we thank you for that house. We thank you for this house. Can we thank the Lord with an attitude of gratitude? Just lift your voice. Hey. This is the end of the podcast. We believe that you've been touched and transformed. For more great content and updates in the Apostle, please
please go to our social media platform.